Welcome to Crypto Riot, the show that takes the magic and mystery out of cryptocurrencies and amateur investing. I'm your host, David Hay, and in today's episode, we're going to talk all about Oyster Pearl. Now, Oyster Pearl has been getting a lot of attention recently, and I think that that's mainly because there's been this renewed interest, especially after the recent net neutrality battle, to really design a different user experience and a different web interface where we can't be controlled, where the information can't be throttled, because we're sort of moving away from this decentralized internet to this world where Facebook gets priority or Netflix gets priority. And even Netflix, who would benefit a huge amount, amount if net neutrality was rolled back, they've publicly said that you know, it would be good for them because they're in the number one position. They believe that it's unhealthy for the entire ecosystem. And I think we all really understand freedom of the press, freedom of information, and really, when we look at what the internet was built on, it was built as a means of communication, not as a means of control. So now that we have Oyster Pearl, which is a really new promising technology that, that's going to combine the promise and the scalability of IOTA with the added benefit of file storage, we're going to marry these two technologies together and then add a Tor browser. And the reason that you've seen it used on the dark web is that it's so good at hiding uh, somebody's original uh, address. So in a system where you could maybe have the choice between using a Tor browser and a VPN, uh, I think a lot of people will agree with me that a Tor browser is actually a superior solution. So in today's episode, I'm going to take a look at Oyster Pearl, and I'm also going to look at another uh, cryptocurrency that's been getting a lot of attention, and that's in the aviation space. It's called Aeron. And I'm just going to compare the two and then basically walk you through my thought process when it comes to choosing altcoins and then choosing which ones to invest in. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. So the altcoin market has been exploding, especially over the past month. To give you an example of this, I made a video about five months ago on Redcoin. And in the video, I basically walked through the process of tipping people on Reddit for good content. And in that video, I had about 57,000 Redcoin, which at the time was, I, I think, worth between 50 or $100. Well, I didn't think much of it. And the other day when I was looking at my uh, Chrome extensions, I found that I still had it installed. And of course, when you translate that into today's value, that is around $1,700 worth. So in just that short period of time, and especially with Redcoin, which really was more of a tipping platform, it's hard to understand how you can get such an insane multiple. And I think that really speaks to how excited everybody is about the blockchain technology and just how uh, incredibly huge this whole opportunity is. So. When I'm looking at value and when I'm looking at the different technologies, I have to understand uh, some point of reference to think how they're worth it. So I can understand how a platform-based cryptocurrency like Lisk, Ethereum, or EOS has this really huge, uh, incredible reach for the whole world. You know, giving banking to people that have not had banking services, that's, that's an incredible idea. And then you move on to an idea like Oyster Pearl, and Oyster Pearl's basically saying, we're already using the cloud. We already know how all the pieces fit together. Instead of centralizing all of our web services, let's decentralize them. And instead of having everybody focus on the advertising revenue, let's focus on giving people, basically the content creators, a much bigger piece of the pie and giving advertisers a much smaller one. And so while that sounds great in theory, there still obviously is a long way to go. So when I compare Oyster Pearl, which is really a platform and cryptocurrency. 
And then I look at another technology like Aeron, which is promising to increase the safety in the aviation industry. I wanted to take a little bit more of a closer look and dive in and basically walk you through my entire thought process because a lot of people throw the terms around like shitcoin. Okay, so before we get started, I wanna point out that I fully understand that Oyster Pearl and Aeron are two very different technologies, completely different in fact. But the reason that I am comparing them right now is that there is so much hype in the altcoin market. It's hard to separate what the real value proposition is. So here we have a coin that is ranked 195th. Uh, it has a market cap of $111 million. And we have Aeron, which is the 249th largest cryptocurrency and has a $71 million market cap. And if we go into the white paper for Oyster Pearl, you'll see that it's fairly difficult to understand. But there's some real, in my opinion, nuggets here, and there's some real value in the fact that this might be a long shot, but it's an opportunity that would really, if it was to be successful, change uh, technology that we all use. Now, I come over to the Aeron white paper, and I have to start thinking to myself, what is this uh, platform going to be used for? How is this going to generate revenue? How is this going to be important? Is this not just a cash grab or something that's just trying to slap blockchain everywhere? So here we take a look at the team and it's good to know that they're both certified pilots. It's interesting to know that to be a pilot, you need 40 hours of logbook experience and some classes. And then you take a test and you are a certified pilot. So that might be great. And let's even imagine that this is a $10 million market cap because I think that's probably what it launched for. And maybe if you were to tell me, hey, we have this idea, we're gonna put uh, this aviation technology on the blockchain, it's a $10 million company, we have 10, 10 people, you'd think, okay, I can sort of see, maybe that's not my thing, but I might understand the value. When you start getting these 10X multiples and you start looking at, well, what does this actually do? That's where I start to struggle because in this white paper, there's not really much uh, content. There's really just a lot of talk about the, aer uh, the aerospace industry. So. Here's this enormous fleet that's growing. Uh, well, that's interesting because in 20 years time, people are gonna need to eat more food. They're gonna need to drink more water. Those things are all facts. That doesn't really help me understand your value proposition or why this business is so important. Now here it says the problems and solutions. It says accidents related to the airport transportation industry average around 3,302 yearly. Now I try to think to myself, how is the blockchain going to solve this problem? How is the blockchain gonna solve a pilot taking off in bad weather? How is a blockchain gonna solve a pilot from misjudging the distance uh, on a runway, for example, or having a heart attack while he's flying? And when you look at aviation as a whole, it's already extremely safe. And then when we scroll down to the white paper, it gets more vague again. So it talks about other people saying how great blockchain is. So blockchain will revolutionize the aviation and airport industry. That doesn't tell me what they're really doing. Uh, blockchain technology can improve the airline industry. So again, really generic stuff. And this is a whole page. So in a short white paper, they have a whole page talking about nothing. Now, when we actually dive into it here, uh, they're talking about pilots flying with expired licenses. And then they also claim that the flight schools uh, don't always follow the correct steps. So they say, for example, in a logbook system, that if you go to a flight school, they'll sign the logbook incorrectly. And if you put that information on the blockchain and you put that on a public ledger, that that will eliminate the problem. But that doesn't eliminate the problem at all. Because if you go to a flight school and they give 
uh, incorrect information, whether it's to a logbook or whether it's to their application, it's still wrong. Just because you put information on the blockchain, that doesn't make it right. If you put wrong information on the blockchain, you still put wrong information on the blockchain. So this is a great technology, but it's for accountability. It doesn't eliminate fraud. It just means that when fraud happens, you can trace it back. Now in the aviation industry, if you're a pilot uh, or if you operate a flight school, you have a huge skin in the game. You have your whole life and your whole reputation on the line. If you were to incorrectly certify pilots, you could be sued, you can be traced back. Obviously, for example, 9-11, the pilots in question, they obviously trace that back. They could find the logbooks, they could find that. If you had a blockchain technology in that situation, I don't think the records would be any different. That wouldn't have prevented that situation. So I don't, uh, again, I struggle to understand how the aviation industry is going to be much safer. I understand how it could be maybe more accountable. It might be a little better to do a protocol than a system, but I think when they do these white papers, they do some really far-reaching claims. So they talk about all of the incredible advantages that the application can bring and about how the validation will happen. I just talked about how, for example, the validation uh, doesn't fix the records if they're incorrect in the first place. Now, here's what's interesting is that they actually have projections and the projections are just comically bad in my opinion. So they have a uh, service here that says pilot logbook keeping $30, additional services for pilots. And these numbers, I don't understand at all where you can pull them from. Because if you just say, uh, for if you just do a quick Google search for a pilot logbook, you'll see that they are $11.95. So why, if I was a pilot and I was uh, keeping a, a paper logbook, why in your white paper would you talk about, <clears throat> why in your white paper would you then have a $30 charge, a logbook keeping fee? That doesn't make any sense. If you're getting certified at the flight school, they have to sign the book. So I struggle to understand these value, the value propositions. And all these numbers are so generic that they don't actually really point to what the business plan is and how this utility token would be used. And then finally, when you get down a little further, they talk about these other things that they want to do about renting aircraft, uh, about doing these other business opportunities. But again, I struggle even at a $10 million company, let alone a $100 million company. I look at Oyster Pearl and Oyster Pearl might be difficult to understand, but you still have the Reddit communities. You still have the Facebook communities, you still have the, uh, you still even have the videos on YouTube to give you some idea. But you're looking at this like it could be a usable platform throughout the world, and then you're looking at the other white paper. And for me, that's really how I derive the value. So if you're, for example, a trader and you're looking at the graphs, it's easy to come down and see how impressive this is. And these two charts look very similar. Both have really impressive growth. So if I wanted to take a high risk, high reward type gamble, and I was looking at these two very different coins, but different value propositions as well, for me, it's much easier to say, well, I'd like to maybe back Oyster Pearl instead of backing Aeron. So that's how I've been in the past, uh, able to separate the pump and dumps and being able to separate uh, the good coins from the bad coins. I'm not trying to say for one second that Oyster Pearl has this incredible platform that's ready to go or that they're really far along because they aren't. It's hard to understand how even at $110 million they got that valuation. But if I had to compare one crypto to another, it's easy for me to say, well, I would definitely put my money in this cryptocurrency rather than another cryptocurrency. I hope that the 
comments and the logic that I've used here makes sense. If until next time, I'll see you later.